All right, welcome to a Sunday and a beautiful Sunday that it is. First of all, happy Father's Day and happy solstice as well. Longest day of the year. My favorite day for sure. And why not start out with some great brunch? Jay, we need to meet some new friends here. We've been here before, and it's kind of a place uh, where I'd love to keep it a secret, but I think people deserve to know about it. And Angelina Rice, good to see you. Thank you. Thanks for, uh, first of all, it's a busy brunch right now. You're taking the time out with us. It's a, it's a beautiful day in Hotchkiss, Colorado. And uh, we just want to start with you. So we're in the kitchen right now. Where are we, first we of all? We are in the kitchen at Mesa Winds Farm and Winery. So uh, what we do here is we do um, farm to table. That's our passion, right? We, we try to grow everything that we produce here. Um, obviously, you can see these things. If we can't produce um, on our farm, we go out to all the local organic farms that we have in the area. Right. So, for example, some of those eggs are coming up from Sunshine Mesa Farms up on the hill. Those greens are right out of our garden. Um, the pork is coming from Blue Tractor Farm just down the road. So as much farm to table as we possibly can, um, as much house-made items as we can. We make all of our bread in-house, all of our desserts in-house, pasta is always fresh made in-house. Um, so we just try to do everything from scratch and everything from the farm as fresh as possible. So um, that's kind of our deal. So that's the terroir of the region, the taste of hot chickens, peonia. Do you like the ingredients that you're able to work with here? And of course, with Colorado, it's very seasonal, but you get a lot of great ingredients seven months of the year. Absolutely. And we try to be creative. You know, sometimes Colorado can be a hard place to grow. And I've had some frustration. I'm originally from California, so I'm from a place that has an abundance of produce. All and so um, I, I've actually done a little bit of research in what native species we can use here. And we've done some really cool things like... Um, pickled yucca flowers are actually really delicious and they taste like artichoke leaves um, and so it's kind of unique and and unique to this area we also have uh, wild plums that grow everywhere here and they're really tart and sour and we actually did some duck wontons with a a wild plum uh, sweet and sour dipping sauce so we're really only um, limited by our creativity so we try to find some of that wild um, produce and see what we can do to to create new and interesting things specific to this area. These are the great stories we love to tell of Colorado. And as we're on a 1600 mile loop in Colorado for three weeks, that's, a, that's not all the way to the East Coast. That's not to the West Coast and back. That's just in Colorado. And there's a lot of great regional places. And mm -hmm. I'm so excited for you to see this on our seventh day on the road. Thanks for joining us. We are live right now. We've got a lot of stuff to see. You're very, very busy. We're going to take a walk through here. We're going to meet up with Brian Freeman and Jake Ringstrom, And we're going to walk this property. It's an awesome, beautiful day. And again, happy Father's Day and happy solstice. Thanks. Let's take the all lead. All right. Let's go. So this is exciting. Again, one of the places, how long have you had the property for? Just two years. Two years. So you're kind of just getting settled a bit. Right, right. Yep. Just getting established. We opened actually last, uh, yesterday was our one year anniversary of having food uh, here on this establishment. So the winery uh, was here. The old owners were producing wine for about 10 years before we came, um, but we added the addition of food just last year. We do continue the winemaking um, at process here. Um, so we have a few different wine grapes that we grow. We grow Pinot Meunier, Pinot Noir, uh, Pinot Gris, and we produce those wines. We also reach out to some of our neighboring vineyards for um, grapes to produce wines from um, some different grape varietals that aren't we can't grow in this area alone. 
So this is our tasting room here. We'll Bring into the conversation. Brian Freeman, our farm whisperer, come on up here front and center. Brian, you got some uh, familiar with this property and the owners before Max and Wink and two years in the possession of Angelina. What's your husband's name? Dan. And Dan? Uh-huh. Angelina and Dan Rice here. Um, okay, and Jake Reeks, so we're going to take a walk of the property. We've seen the kitchen. We've seen the food. People are out here enjoying themselves on a Father's Day. Happy Father's Day to you, Brian Freeman. Thank you, Greg. All right, let's go. Take the lead, Brian. Oh, let me get that for you. Thank you. Go ahead. Thank you. So, Angelina, some of the best views of any of the valley, I, anywhere. I mean, it is just incredible, this, this property that you've been able to continue. Stuart. Yes. It's just beautiful. And, and what really brought you to Pania, too? I don't know if you got that. Uh, so we actually had friends that came out ahead of us, uh, and they were doing some farm-to-table work um, down in Austin. And so we would come to visit, and we just loved the area. We actually interacted with uh, the old owners, Max and Wink, um, via purchasing food um, from them, lambs, and we purchased apples. And so we knew of the owners. We knew the farm was for sale. Um, and so we happened to come out and take a look and we fell in love with the property. I mean, it's amazing. It's beautiful. Um, they were wonderful stewards of the land. They ran the farm biodynamically and organically for the time that they were here. So they really put all of their heart and soul into that. And that was important to us because we knew that they took care of things and um, that that they really loved the property and it was well taken care of. Awesome. So. Yeah. What's up with this setup? This is so really cool. So this actually, uh, when it was, it was part of a bigger property and this was all the seasonal workers homes. So each one is one bedroom, one bath. But since then it's been kind of combined and it's become a residential unit. So we actually live there right now. Um, but you know, it may, takes a small army to um, be successful. So uh, our mother-in-law is here. She helps take care of our kids. Um, she helps us. I mean, she sometimes jumps in and dishwashes. She's a really, really great asset to have. Um, but we do live here now. Eventually, we'll be building a home. We have a second building uh, lot on the property, and then we'll actually have these available as rental units. I was going to say, can you hurry up and build that? Because I want to <laughs> come stay here. Because I mean, that just looks lovely, and you're building really a community and a thought process, and there's more to it as you're getting familiar with this land and just settling in. And again, from being from California, kind of, how does this work? What, where's the best times, the sweet spots? What are the, some of the things that you're learning? by having this property right now? Everything, everything, <laughs> always um, learning. Um, everything about farming, about animal care. Um, Let's even, walk even and talk. About, even about um, cooking, and I've been in that industry my entire life, but you know, it's just using, using the local ingredients that we have and the time of year that they become available. And sometimes they don't become available because of pests or disease and managing that. And I mean, I feel like you learn something new every single day. Angelina shared something with me, Greg, that I think was so powerful to the, y to the young entrepreneur out there. And it was, share, share that again about how you stuck in your lane 
I thought that that was so important. You said, you know, uh-huh. the, the, the cooking was my sweet spot. So go ahead. Right. So when we came here, I mean, it was always our intention to do something farm to table. And so um, when we came, there were so many different avenues that we could go. I mean, were we going to focus on, on just farm and, and produce production? Are we going to really focus on the winery and wine production? Or are we going to stick with our original farm to table plan? And, um, you know, h- how, do, how do we navigate that with all these options and so we chose to go ahead and stick with the farm to table plan um, because that was our comfort zone that was that's my strength that's my background I went to culinary school in San Francisco I've been in food and beverage my entire life and so we said okay well we know that winemaking is going to be a huge learning curve we know that farming is going to be a huge learning curve let's just you know stick with what we know and what we can be successful at and and manage that and then that would allow us the time to to learn how to manage the farm and manage the winemaking. It's uh, interesting because farm to table is kind of the term's been bastardized so much and just thrown around, right, the the true meaning. And I I like that because as you start to talk about your thought process and your your past and, oh, hey. And this is Bella. (laughs) Hi, Bella. Good to see you. Thanks for joining us for the interview. And locals everywhere, right? I mean, locals in anybody's backyard. But what's the importance of working together in a community to you? Um, well, I mean, you that takes a lot of effort to yes, do as well. Yes. Uh, I mean, you just can't, you can't work alone, right? I mean, you're just, you're successful in numbers. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if you, if we ever thought that we were going to come into this and, and be the only, only people that made our own selves successful, then I think we would, um, not be successful essentially, mm-hmm. right? We would fail. And so it's only with the help of everyone else that we're able to manage this. Like I was saying with my mother-in-law helping us take care of, of kids and dishwashing. And, um, you know, we have only so many animals that we, that we, um, graze on our property, but we have our farm neighbors that have, um, goats and they have a milk and they have eggs and, um, without having those community members available to us, um, we couldn't really do what we do, you know, and same thing with the wine. Um, everybody on the wine trail here is so helpful and they're, they're great resources. And so if we weren't able to call them up and ask them questions about, you know, why is this happening or why is that happening? Then uh, essentially our wine would fail. So, um, we really only are as successful as our community is together. Mesa wins on a Sunday and this is fantastic. I mean, just look at the majestic views and I don't know how, how could you not help but fall in love with being here. I know you got a zip line going on here. Too. We do. That's it. That's oh, it. really? Prove it. We, we haven't actually uh, used it yet. Uh, <coughs> <laughs> we'll have another another one with a broken arm. I was yeah. testing last night on a rope swing. Uh-huh. Yeah, he did the rope Many swing hours. over it. I think I'm ready. Hey, Jeff Schwartz Qualified. And that's what I see. You know, you look in there and I saw big bees on tap. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got their cider and there's so many great things to draw from the regions and why not just celebrate what you have. But it's kind of like when you get a new property like this, it's kind of like getting that kidney implant to where if the body doesn't take it, if your community doesn't wrap their arms around you and you fit in nicely, but it looks like you're doing a great job with that. And the word is spreading. I mean, this is going to every part of Colorado and you guys are just doing such a great job here. Thank you. Really yeah. proud of what you're doing. And Greg, it's a real testament when you look around at her dining patrons in there you see L- sean the local i'm jealous i want to just there. be in there um, yeah exactly. you know you have the, the the local you know venters and craftsmen are in there yeah. drinking and eating 
So at your establishment, I think that that's a... Okay, anything you want to show us here before? Because I know you got to get back to work. Um, no, I mean, this just kind of gives you this a little bit of a panorama of what we do. We've got our market garden there that's going all the way down. We have our apples down here. Uh, we produce all of our wine in this barn right here. And uh, the lower barn is where we house our sheep. Um, we've got our irrigation pond. There are some peaches just beyond where these stumps are, which will be our next vineyard plot, um, hopefully next year. And cows are beyond that, but they're a little bit of a walk away. And then that's our little rooster, uh, Colonel Sanders. I love it. And as you're probably learning and, and knew, obviously, that this land, um, Mother Nature will dictate what the year's going to be for you. You're that's not right. going to dictate that. Right. And um, the uncertainty of that. But looks like there's a lot of new stuff that's coming up here. You got a lot of work to do, right? I mean, moving Always. things around to your specs. It's not an easy thing to do, but what, I mean, you jumped in. And it's it's great. Do you mind, as you get back to it, I want to bring my drone up and show people and oh, absolutely. take a look around, yeah. and this has just been such a pleasure. Definitely. Thank, thank you so much thank for you. your time. This absolutely. is the great stories that the Modern Eater want to bring you on our road trip, and we have to thank our partners, who are the best of the best Colorado brands that have made this programming available to you. As we continue to tour Colorado, we're in uh, Paonia Hotchkiss, where your big bees kind of just um, set up shop and tonight we're going to bring you a solstice show which i always love to do and catch up with jeff schwartz he's kind of like the godfather of the region right he's been around for quite some time and um this is as good as it gets it's a beautiful day it's going to heat up a, a little bit we'll be down the road tomorrow we're heading into telluride little house and chef will nolan we'll catch up with will and bring him some great ingredients we we have some uh, mushrooms from his did we bring her gift we got can we stop back we got yeah. a, a bunch of stuff we want to give you okay. from colorado brands stuff like uh Sawatch artisan foods and uh, Hazel Dell mushrooms and Colorado Mill sunflower oil and there's so many great products that this state has oh, cool. and um, you know that's how it is we build a community so thanks for your time we're gonna break off Jake as always thanks Jake came along with us farm box foods and uh, we'll tell you more about them as the uh, uh, trip goes on Happy all right year. we're gonna break off kick the rock down the road and we'll see you uh, I don't know where we're gonna go next maybe jump uh, Toby McPartland and go yep. see what's up with his pigs. That's how you do it, organic pig farming right up here. He, he started out in California as well farming. Did you know that about I Toby? I didn't know that, but yeah, we he, buy his pork. He do was, you buy from pork, Toby? Mm -hmm. That's mm -hmm. great. He was a produce. He was a vegetable farmer in California and switched over to organic pig yeah. farming. We're going to go jump Toby next. All right, we'll continue the Modern Eater Show.